Hey, y'all. I'm Brandi Cyrus. Wait, are we live? <laughs> and that's my mom, Tish. <sighs> Sorry, she's stoned. <laughs> Hey. Ha. Ha. How's it going? It's going. I um I'm in my really cute riding <laughs> riding clothes. Uh cuz I just came from the horse show and I have to go back to the horse show. So because Brandy won two of her classes last week in horsey in horse and ring <laughs> in I her did. jumper class. A class and a class sick. Sickening. Sickening. And now, so that was on Player. Player got to go home. And Cashman is at the horse show today. And I rode him around and he was pretty good. What's pretty good? So Cash hasn't been to a horse show in I don't know how long. No one's told me anything. I would guess about two years. And uh, so I took him this morning and he was pretty good. He was just very talkative. He was like whinnying to all the other horses the whole time I was on him. So I was like, okay, we can't do that in the show ring. <laughs> so, and there's, that's, that's like cute. Not, it's not though. They definitely deduct points for that. And, um, but there's like nothing you can do for that. Really. There's nothing you can give them to make them stop whinnying. Like, I don't, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to do. He, and he wasn't being bad. So it's like, there's nothing to do here except just keep riding. So does he do um, jumpers? No, he does the hunters. That's what I thought. The hunters. Yeah. And so tomorrow I'm going to take him in like a ticket round, which is like a practice round and see how he is. But hopefully he pipes it down with the, with the winning. <laughs> Did you ask Gabby who owns him if he does this? Not yet. I haven't even talked to her. Oh, but so Cash's show name is Big Spender, which cracks <laughs> me up so much and is so Gabby Morgerman. Like I can't even. Uh, and so I wouldn't. I went in to get his number this morning and, and they're like, what's your horse's name? And I said, Big Spender. And the woman started chuckling. She was like, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of a funny name, huh? She goes, no, no, I'm not laughing at that. She's like, I'm laughing at your number. And I said, oh, what do you mean? And she turned it around and they had they had drawn on the back of my number and wrote Spender in like giant letters all across the back. And she was like, get it, Big Spender. She was like, we were having a big time with it this morning. And I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. That's hilarious. They were getting a kick out of it. Oh my gosh. Well, he's so cute. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I am up to. What are you up to? Oh no, I got stoned and I told you there was something I wanted to talk to you about and now I forgot what it was. Typical, typical. Wait a minute. Let me think. Oh, I know what it was. <laughs> Let's hear it. Do you actually remember like your, not like even childhood, like, do you actually like remember like 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 you actually remember being like in the seventh grade and you remember what it feels like to be in school and hang out with your friends because I do not really have a memory of like 20 years ago <laughs> <laughs> this is the question I just really like don't remember my childhood at all I don't remember much of mine either especially school I have like vague vague memories i guess but like they they they're not like 
full like me- like it's not like i can yeah. see like full like scenes playing out in my head of like school but i definitely have like memories and like flashes of it in a sense i guess yeah that i guess i do too zero from elementary school i would say only like lit- middle school and high school me too yeah like not, not nothing. for me barely middle school like just maybe like very little and in high school, I remember, but it feels like stories that are in my head I know, more than my life. It doesn't life. even feel like it was you, huh? Not at all. That's kind of how I feel too. My only memory from elementary school, and I can like, I drive by Grassland every day, so like, I oh, actually yeah. like see it. Is I remember like dad coming to school on his motorcycle and we were all like my whole fucking class stood outside for some insane reason. And like you and dad showed up on the bike and... I totally, I actually do remember that. Yeah, I don't know what that was for, but I just remember it. And I remember us all standing outside on the curb. It was, I I don't know. I think we maybe were coming to have lunch with you. Yeah, it was something weird. Yeah. (laughs) Something real weird. So like, that's like a good elementary school memory, but that's kind of it. I actually do, like, I know that that happened. Yes, I already do remember that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I do remember that my PE teacher was obsessed with that. Oh, I don't remember that. But I also know, but I remember that we would come to Grassland for Trace's baseball games too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drive by those a lot. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess fragments, but overall, like my, me- my long term memory is not good. Like, I don't have mine, a great memory. Mine either at all. Yikes. Anyway, so I was what, just thinking about that. What had you that. about that? I don't even know. I I don't know. <laughs> Fascinating. Well, I think because like, like we were talking about, like people have things like really impact certain people. Like, and I I actually believe it actually does like cause serious trauma. Like, if somebody says something to you that's bad in sixth grade, or like oh, you yeah. just had a horrible experience, like. I think it can like traumatize you for life. I really do. Probably. And yeah. I, I just think that I just don't remember things actually upsetting me for any period of time. I just don't. I feel like you and I are very similar and we just kind of sweep things under the rug and keep it moving. Definitely. I do have a memory of, and it's like, I'm like, am I remembering this correctly? But I really think I am. I think I was in fifth grade and it was like fucking picture day or something stupid. And I was in some stupid dress that's like not what I would normally wear and definitely probably not my choice of something to wear. And I remember one of the boys like pretending to be like, oh, let me tie your, tie your dress for you in the back. And like, I was like, oh, maybe he likes me. And then he like went back to his friends and all started laughing. Like I do have a vivid memory of that. And like to this day, I feel like that's why I feel like that boy like pretended to like me for a second, but like it was really just a joke. And now I'm like, I feel like I don't ever believe that people actually like me. Guys, oh. I feel like I'm like, even if, even when they're like over the top, but I'm like, he never really liked me anyway. You know? I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And and even though like I'm very aware that I that that's you know of that, it's like I still am kind of like, oh, I don't think he really liked me anyway. <laughs> well, that's sad. <laughs> and fuck that kid. I know. I can't even remember his name or what he looked like, but I do just remember like him going back to his stupid friends and like all the boys just like laughing. Well, look at you now, honey. 
<laughs> I know. I'm actually like, for some reason, I'm friends with a bunch of people from high school on Facebook that I haven't talked to since high school. I don't know if because when Facebook when Facebook first started, I was in college. And so I guess I friended all those people then. And oh. I just don't use Facebook much. So I just they're still friends of mine. So I see a lot of people's photos from high school and they're people I would never speak to anymore. And all I know is all those people from high school, they're not looking so great. They're not doing so great. <laughs> I'm thriving. I'm looking good and everybody else peaked in high school is what it's looking like. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that happens a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that does happen a lot. Very yeah. interesting how that works out. Yeah. All those boys that were so cute back then, not cute. I know. And it's At like, all. yeah, boys over 50 need to get it together. But anyway, I'm fine. We're fine. It's all fine. Yeah. You're you're killing it. I'm doing great. Yep. I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Oh, so am I. Our, who's wedding? I'm going to Ryan Falazay's wedding. I told you this. Oh, One of my, Ryan. my literally... My one and only friend from school. And Ryan and I weren't even friends in school. So it doesn't even really count. But I've known Ryan since second grade. And um, he, we actually like, had more in common than I would have ever thought back then. His dad is a songwriter. And um, Ryan's so funny. Ryan was in my class, but he vividly remembers Trace because he and Trace had the same hairstyle. And oh, apparently sure. the same overalls that they used to wear all the time on the same day by accident so funny so like ryan always remembers that about trace but ryan and i didn't hang out in school at all and then after high school became friends and now he's like one of my best and longest friends so he's getting married in tahoe um because i was also invited to the wedding you're going to but i can't go because i got a friend got it so this is one of my favorites it's the integra boost Um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted plant-based packs that are entirely food safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, 
lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Hot take. Not to like get all into like the whole looks thing because looks aren't everything, guys. Truly, they're not. Like it just doesn't fucking matter. But, you know, you want to feel good about yourself. Have you heard of AirSculpt? I just saw it. It is all over TikTok right now. Is it that is, for cellulite? Maybe. It's mostly like, it's basically like a less invasive liposuction from what I can tell. Oh. It's, but I, maybe it works for, I don't know. But it's it's basically like fat reduction. Like they call it body contouring is what they're called. Okay. It's like the new trendy, trendy way to say like, whatever, is body contouring. So they're basically like taking fat from different areas of your body, just like liposuction. But um, the like there's no incision. Like it's a teeny tiny little like, I don't know what it is exactly, but they said there's no scalpel. There's no like big scars. There's They don't really cut into you, but somehow they suck the fat out and you don't have to be put to sleep. You just are, you just get laughing gas and like maybe a Xanax or something. I don't know, but it's like an in-office procedure. Yeah, it's like an in-office um, and everyone's doing it. Is And are the results good? They look great. It's all over TikTok. Like put it in TikTok and all these before and afters will show up and like all these people talking about it. Um, it seems like a lot of people are doing arms and chin, like under their chin is like those are like pretty common places to do it but I want to do like my armpits right here okay, where I have but to here's like, the thing: if, if you take the fat out yeah then your skin's gonna hang down so I think they make you wear some sort of compression thing for you know a few weeks after or something yeah I, I got the girl who I saw that did her arm she had to wear like compression sleeves for a while after because hmm. it's I mean it's the same thing with liposuction right you gotta wear like a freaking like girdle or something when you do that so yeah but this is better. You don't have to be put to sleep. There's no scars. And it yeah. just doesn't seem like it's, it's as intense of a surgery. Right. Um, and like literally all I want to do is just this bra fat. Like it would be so yeah. easy. I, I think for that, it's probably perfect. Right? Like so yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. And you're not going to have loose skin there. No, no, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. But anyway, I just, you know, I've just been seeing it. I'm just curious if you knew about it. No, not that I, but I'm you gonna... have you have zero fat to suck. From well, anywhere, but so. I do have like no. the loose skin. Yeah, that's not fat. That's not fat though. I don't think you can do loose skin. That's, no, that's what I was saying. Like it's not going to help me because it's loose skin. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I do that, I don't have it. But if I relax, I do. Mm-hmm. You're nuts. So anyway, you just need bigger. You you just need bigger muscles to fill I'm out trying. your. Look your at arms. this guy. I know. Your muscles actually look pretty good. Ah, they do. I started back working out. I was off for three weeks for the wedding and the honeymoon. And then Dom um, had surgery. And so 
I had taken off for three full weeks of not working out. So I started back yesterday and I am sore. Are you? Yes. Really sore. It's crazy how just taking a few weeks off can like put you right back at zero. I mean, like, seriously, like I was hurt. (laughs) But it just proved to me too. And my upper back has just been super tight. And I honestly just, just like, I can't believe it, but like, I couldn't wait to work out. Cause like, I just could tell like in three weeks, like my body just felt like not as good. Yeah, I know. So, I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, I also like on our trip, I didn't, I think the very first day we did some stretching, right. Yep. And then we never oh, yeah. again. Uh, and at the beginning of the trip, I was like, this is great. We're going to do this every day. We're going to stretch. I'm going to be feeling great. No, we didn't do anything else. And at home, I've gotten back onto my foam rolling and stretching routine. So I missed that while we were on our trip. And then it's been hard for me to get like back into it. But last week when I was horse showing, I was like, I have to get on the foam roller when I come home from the day. And the days that I did that, I like felt tremendously better. Oh, like that's the thing that ticks me off about myself is like I will freaking lay in bed for four hours at night. That is terrible. And do nothing. And I'm like, why do I not just get in this floor and stretch and do my foam roller while my shoes are on? I but know. for some reason, because when I do, my body does not hurt. Yeah. If, if I really stretch in the morning and at night before I get to bed, my body is significantly better. It's crazy. But yet I will literally be a lazy ash and not freaking do it. I know. Same. It's so annoying. Um, can we talk about off limits? Sure. What are you, you're watching something? There's nothing well, on. You're going to, you, you always go like, mom, that's so old. But I bet some people haven't heard, watched it, which is Blackbird. Mom, it's so old. <laughs> everyone has seen it. I don't know. I have never seen it. Okay. Well, everyone else has seen it. But let's hear it. What's your take? If you guys have not seen it, you absolutely have to watch it. It is so good. This actor, what's his name? Taryn Egerton. He is. So freaking good. He is cute, but he is just a great actor. Yeah, he is. Like, such a great actor. And so is the guy that plays Danny. Is that his name? Oh, he's amazing. Oh, absolutely freaking incredible. Like, I can't even believe how great the the show is. It's like... I know. I love it so, so much. I think you would really like The Crowded Room if you liked that show. I just started it last night, but I was so sleepy. 20 minutes in, I had to turn it off. So I'm going to, I'm going to start it again. Yeah. Just know that it's, it's a little slow in the beginning. So you really got to stick with it. And then when you get up to about episode four, you're going to be hooked. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Honestly, even with Blackbird, I felt that way. Yeah. You know, I like it took me. Apple shows are like that a bit. Yeah. That's what you were saying. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm going to keep on with that because it looks really good. It's so good. It like kept me up at night, that story. Like it sits with you. It's oh, crazy. and I finished season one of The Ultimatum. Oh, brother. I was. Did you like it better than season two? Yes. You did? I think I liked it better than season two. I absolutely, like with, I'm not, like with season two, like. I really, I thought it just was a little anticlimactic. I could, yeah. I mean, the reunion for season two sucked. 
Yeah, it was just really not. And yeah. I haven't seen the reunion for season one. Is it out? I'm sure it's out. I don't. Is so, there one? It, uh, I don't know, actually. I can't remember. It, I loved it. And I absolutely, I loved it because it was also like, I do feel like both seasons like kind of worked out for almost everyone. I know, which is, it seems that way on TV, but in real life, there's no way that's going to happen. Well, no, but what I loved in season one was, like, for me, I absolutely knew, I, I forget his name, but he, I knew he should not have stayed with April. And, like, I just felt God, like... I can't even remember. Uh, but anyway, and as much as, like, it seemed like he was going to, he didn't. And he literally went with the girl that he spent the three weeks with. I heard him was Ray. And oh, they ended, that's right. Oh, well, yeah, I loved, I loved Ray. I loved them together. And the, I just was like, oh, actually, this, like, seems like it really works. Because I really felt like she just was never going to get what she needed from, what was his name? He was so cute. Can't it, remember. Her, he was not, very It was cute. Ray and Zay. Z Zay. Ray and Zay. Zay, yep. Because Zay, Zay was also on the other reality show they did. Are I can't remember the name serious? of it. Are you So, yeah, they had like a, God, what was it called? Um, like a grand slam of like all the reality stars from all the Netflix shows went on this other show called, oh, The Perfect Match. And Zay is on that show. I loved Zay. He was hot. I mean, he's so he's so cute, but like, like not. I mean, he's and not the box ready rocks. for marriage. No, yeah. but he's adorable. So, but Ray was, and I just felt like they ended up. Her and that guy ended up being such a cute couple. I'll be yeah, anxious so to too. see if they're still together. Um, okay, you have to promise me you're going to start with Virgin River. Oh, I have to. It's so Are, good. I, I know you're going to love it. Okay, should I do that before crowded room? Maybe to give your brain a break from like yes. dark television. I yeah. was thinking that too. Yeah. That's what it's I need so to good. start as I'm Virgin on, River. They just dropped season five and it's good. Ooh, I can't wait. It like gets edgier as it goes, I feel, which I really appreciate. So do we have any Dear MTs? We have some Dear MTs. Right. Hi, MT. I'm calling from Fayetteville, Arkansas. And my question is for Brandy and also Tish. Um, I am 26 and I've lived in the same city my whole life and I love it here. I absolutely love it. But I feel this burning desire to get out of here just for a little bit. I'm really freaking out. I don't know if I should move, if I'll regret it, because it's hard to make friends. Anyway, thinking of maybe moving to St. Louis or to Florida or overseas. So I just need some suggestions. Do you think I should do it? Give me some advice. Bye. Love you. Sorry, I'm stumped. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, I know your answer. Oh, a thousand percent. You have to do it. Yeah. What's your answer? Oh, I absolutely think so, too. I, yeah, the I only mean, 20, thing is, 26 is so young still. It's so young. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is you can always go back, you know. And exactly. I, I think like a lot of people have this like connotation with moving that it's this big decision and maybe irreversible and like, but you can always just move right back. Like it's really not that deep. Like moving is hard and it sucks and it can be expensive for sure. But as far as like 
you know, your options, like you, you always have the option to go back. Um, so I was, I was a little bit older, but, uh, I decided to move to Denver and not that I disliked Nashville. I just needed a change. I just wanted something different for a minute. And I didn't even live there a full year. I wish I could go back, but I didn't even live there a full year. And I, and then like, you know, life happened and like, I decided to go back to Nashville and it was no biggie, but I have zero regrets. Like I loved the almost year that I spent in Denver. I'm so glad I did it. And I think that while you're in your 20s, it's the perfect time to do that. And I know you mentioned a couple of different places. It sounds like you're kind of open to a lot of different, like different ideas. Like I think all, all three places sound cool. I actually hear a lot of cool things about St. Louis. Um, but if you have the opportunity to move overseas and like work-wise, like you could make that work for you, I think that would be the best thing you ever did. Uh, I was talking to somebody, oh, actually Dom's, Dom's kids. We were talking about... Um, I mean, I was talking to Gus because he was saying he's in school. And I said, the one thing that I didn't do that I wish I would have done is go study abroad. And uh, it made me think of those young girls we saw in Italy when we were in that cute little town. Yeah. And they they were just they were just running around this cute town in Italy. And we were like, what are you guys doing here? And they were like, we're studying abroad. And I was like, oh, what a fun time. What so a great good. experience like so, so good. And again, like maybe you only stay six months, maybe you stay a year, maybe you stay longer, like you never know. And I think that that would just be so good. So um, I'm all for it. I say go for it. And Gus, you know, he loves Korea. And that's because he went and studied in Korea for six weeks, and got mm-hmm. to know the culture and the people and made friends. And now he really wants to live there. So yeah. I think it is an amazing experience. Definitely. So I say go for it. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, but Florida sounds fun. <laughs> Florida's hit or miss for me. The people in Florida scare me a little. <laughs> uh, they scare me a little too. <laughs> they scare me a little. But honestly, I was right there with them in the 80s. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's all, it also sounds fun. <laughs> it does sound fun. They yeah. do know how to have fun down there. That's for sure. They do. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. this is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your I, doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners 
$10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. If you guys don't know, mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love mood. Yeah. Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Mood's new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name is Sherry and I'm from Nevada. Congrats, Tish, from getting married. That is amazing. You look absolutely beautiful and so did you brandy just absolutely stunning mother daughter i wanted to call because i'm going to be turning 30 next month and i'm starting to feel like all the feels when it, when it comes to turning 30 leaving behind your 20s everyone keeps saying that it's just a number but i keep feeling like it's really easy to put a lot of pressure on ourselves entering this new era so my question is, if you could go back and give your 29, 30-year-old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Thanks, you two. Love you. Yeah, what would you tell yourself at 30? It's all downhill for me. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that actually isn't true because I actually loved, I always say 37, 38 was my best year. I think the way I really? looked, like I just felt really, like, I look back at it and I was like, oh, I look good then. But honestly, I like, I do love, even though I'm old as the hills, like I love where I'm at in my life because, oh, you do. And maybe this is my answer is like, honestly, I just think I cared about what people thought of me for so long and wanted to make everybody happy, even at my own expense. And 
I mean, I don't know. I just, I would just say like, don't sweat the small stuff and truly like you've got, yes, it's so good to make other people happy, but also make sure it's not at your expense. And I just think too, just not caring what other people think. The best thing about being my age is I honestly don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I mean, and honestly, I'm I'm not even just saying that. Like, I can honestly say, like, I do not care what you think of me. Like, I'm actually for the first time in my life at 56, I know exactly who I am, like at the core, like who I am. And I don't think I would have, I just, it's a journey. It, the Like 30s to 50s, it is a freaking journey. I mean, because it's like, it is such a, like as much as like you're, like you're an adult. When you're 30, it's mm -hmm. time to get it together. You know, like, yeah, it really is For a lot sure. of pressure because your 30s, mm -hmm. like, like it's, it's you. And, you know, you really have to be responsible for yourself. And it's just a crazy time. But anyway, I would say don't care yep. what other people think and just don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, I would say I feel like 30, at 30, you're, you do, you feel this pressure of I got to get my shit together and I got to start acting like an adult. Right. But my advice is kind of opposite of what you'd probably think i feel like i would say fuck it screw responsibility and live your damn life like take more risks i don't know i feel like at 30 like you start to become like more conservative with your life and your choices and oh i should save my money because you're supposed to have a house and you're supposed to do this screw all that i say like live it up take take some more risks like keep keep doing like your thing and it's it's hard to like when you're like for me like friends are getting married and having kids and like you feel like that's the trajectory you're supposed to be on, but that's not necessarily true. Like, I think we're brainwashed to think that. And I just don't necessarily, if that's what you want, like, great. But if not, like, it's totally fine to keep, like, living your life the way you're doing it. And of course, like, you got to grow up a little bit. But I don't know, like, part of me kind of feels like I'd been, like, a little more risky with, like, things like go going and living abroad or, you know, making a choice to make a big move and stuff like that. Whereas, like, I feel like at 30, I was like trying to buy my first house and trying to grow up a little bit and try to save money and try to do all this stuff. And now at 36, I'm like, fuck it, take the trip, buy the horse, do the horse show. Like, I don't know. So I would say like, you know, live a little still. Don't yeah. like panic too much about growing up, I think. I do agree about that. Yeah. Times have changed. And they've changed huge because I swear the majority of people like, in their 20s that I talk to, like, they don't really even think about getting married. Like, that, 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 like, I don't think that they put, it's not that they're not going to be in committed relationships, but I just hear more and more people saying, like, I, like, I just don't feel a need to get married. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm with my partner, I'm with my partner, but like, I don't need to feel the need to have a government issued, like, piece of paper to tell me that we're married and that we have to put our finances together and like I just I really find like I feel like in 10 or 15 years it's just gonna be completely different I agree I think so too I really do and I yeah. also think less people I don't think they want to have kids in their early 20s like we did 
not not that nope. I did, but like we, I generalize that as like my generation was very much like, yeah, by like 25, I want to have like a kid or two. And like, it's just not like that anymore. No, it's not at all. Which nope. I personally think is a great thing, but because mm-hmm. yeah. the earth is overpopulated anyway. So <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is. It's overpopulated. Um, but anyway, hopefully that hopefully that helped. Hopefully that was decent advice from I think two it people was. who I don't know if we should be giving advice, but we can <laughs> give it. Hey Tish and Brandy. I called you guys with some kind of general anxiety about getting back into old hobbies. Because mm. I grew up doing musical theatre and I loved it so much, but I haven't done it in years because of, you know, life and jobs and not having enough time and I miss it so I decided to audition for a local production and I was curious if guys have experienced this you know trying something again as an adult that you loved as a kid and you know what that can be like if you have any fun stories or words of wisdom to offer in that arena I would love to hear them thanks love ya she's Oz yeah very, I think. Gotta be. Yeah. What do you think about that, Bran? I feel like you kind of exper- experienced that when you didn't do horses for like, what, three or four years? Yeah, more like five. I mean, and went back the, to the, I did. The thing is, like, I was still kind of young when I got back into it. I was like 25, 24, 25. So still young enough to like pick it right back up pretty quickly, I would say. But I do feel feel you you know even still like even though i've been back riding now for like 10 years oof, old um i still kind of you know i don't bounce back the way i used to like i i think i said it on yft or yeah i think i said it on yft but i actually like had a fall last week at the horse show and when you fall like when i was a kid i would get right back on and ride 10 more horses and i would not be phased and now like i just don't bounce back the same and i'm sore for days and i'm tired and you know then the fear creeps in and things like i just didn't experience as a kid and that can be really hard um and you know it's it's very humbling to go in and show against these 15 year olds that are kicking my ass where you know like whereas when i was 15 i was probably kicking other adults ass and that's just part of it i think like you kind of have to just take a slice of humble pie when you're older and you decide to go back to something like you're not going to crush it exactly the same but if you love it it doesn't really matter you should do it anyway and i think that being an adult and having hobbies is so, so, so important. Um, Kirsten and I talk about this a lot. It's like, you know, it's so easy to get consumed by work and it's important to have something that you do for you that that's not something you make money on and not something that like you get anything out of except for just enjoying it. And I think that if that, if musical theater is that for you, I, I think that's great that you want to get back into it. And I think you definitely should. I totally agree. Honestly, like, when Dom gets to surf and play tennis, like it completely changes his mindset. Like if he's in yeah. a bad mood or whatever, like, and he just goes and does something that he loves. Like I see such a change. Mm-hmm. Mother, maybe you should take up ballet again. I loved ballet. I really did. I know. You know maybe what you I really wish I could do, even though, I, again, the age thing, like I'm too old actually to do it. But I feel like I'm not. I would love to like, be a what cheer- is it? I would love to be a cheerleading coach. <laughs> well, a coach, you could totally be a coach. You're not too old. I feel like what if I could be the cheerleading coach for like the who's our hockey team? 
the kings. I've the I need I'm like I would be great at it. Mom, why don't you do it? Pete, they would probably like, maybe TV like show a college. Right there. Maybe for a college. Yeah. Like where it's not so many like stunts and shit. Yeah. Well, college is really stunty. Oh, like hard shit. Well, the LA Kings aren't doing stunts. I'll tell you that right now. The hockey team girls are not doing that. So, so maybe because I I would really, I would like to be like that lady on Cheer. I was about to say, why don't you call up Monica from Cheer Uh and ask her like how to get into it? I feel like she'd totally hook you up. That would be fun. Now, did Monica get canceled or could we do it together? (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know, but you you should be friends with her. She seems fun. She does seem fun. I mean, if there is one thing that I love, it is dancing. And oh, I know. That's what I know you do. <laughs> I do. I love it. I know. I can watch it on TikTok I say go for, for hours. Oh, here we go. I need a TikTok. I have been telling you this for since the pandemic. <laughs> it's true. I mean, just in my bedroom, like. Why don't you do it? All you need is a little selfies tripod, a little uh-huh. selfie tripod. Set your phone up and hit record. You can do your own TikTok. <laughs> There's nothing stopping you. I can see Mom walking in the me. bedroom and I'm in there <laughs> giving it. I say you do it. Me too. Never That's told what we were just that. saying to this girl. YOLO. I know. YOLO, live your life. Seriously. Seriously. Gotta. Um, okay, well, real quick, I want to, I, we have these two inst- uh, questions. Actually, there might be three. Um, some DRMTs from Instagram that I wanted to read. Let's see. This one's from Elisa. Hey, Tish and Brandy. This is Elisa from Paris. Wow. Um, I recently started a new job and I'm supposed to do tons of presentations in front of people. Can be few people and up to 50. The thing is, I hate talking in front of people. I sweat. I get red. My voice sometimes shakes. So I wanted to ask you guys some tips about how to talk in public, how to control a crowd and what kind of things you do before stepping out into a crowd. Unfortunately, I can't get high before. (laughs) Thanks. Getting high is definitely not recommended. But like, honestly, I'm the exact same way. It is terrifying to me to stand up and talk. Like, I do the same thing. Like, I literally physically shake. I had to drop out of college because I couldn't finish speech class. This is true. Um, (laughs) Like, I've just always been terrified of that. But here's what I will say. If you would have, like, I've thought about this. Like. If I had to get up, if I absolutely had to do it like this, I think I would just start by saying, just so you guys know, I'm an absolute nervous wreck. Because I was, I always think like when you say it out loud, like for some reason, you immediately feel better. I would just like That's own true. it and be like, oh my gosh, like I'm a nervous wreck, but whatever. Just like they make it funny. But I always think it would be the best to start out and have people ask you questions. Because if people are asking me questions, I'm not as nervous as I'm just sitting up there having to give a speech like for 10 minutes with no time to kind of stop and pause and collect yourself. So I feel like if you say, I'm going to start this off with like a question answer, it gives you a second to take a breather while they're asking you the question. You know, I just always thought if I could do that and kind of ease myself into the, the whatever I have to say. That's the way I would do it. Okay. 
It's so crazy. I've thought about this, but I have. I, you know what's weird is I used to be so terrified of speaking in front of people, like in high school and in school doing I, speeches was like I was a straight A student, except when it came to speeches. Like I always, you know, just wasn't good at that and was always so nervous. And I don't like I can't remember a pinpoint in time where like it all changed. But I do think like speaking on camera so much helped me get over that and like doing stuff on camera which is a bit different because it's not in front of a crowd, right? You're like staring at a camera, which is different. But some things that I do remember people telling me when I was nervous is definitely one thing that I used to do a lot is if you're talking to a crowd, instead of looking at people directly, look just above their heads, like focus on like just above their heads so that it still looks like you're engaging and looking at them. But that way you're not have to like really looking at anybody's facial expressions and or like anything like that because that's intimidating. So like that's a good thing to know and then also um i had a friend that was nervous about um speaking in front of people and he used to keep a paper clip in his pocket and he would just kind of fidget with the paper clip and like unbend it and bend it back and he said it kind of gave his mind something or his hand something to do to keep his mind off the fact that he was giving a speech or something i don't know so i do feel like there's some tricks like that you can implement too where um, like I, I fidget with my hands a lot when I'm talking, like I'm doing it right now. So if you kind of put something in your pocket to give your hands something to do, I think it is helpful. Um, cause that's always the hardest thing. Like, what do you do with your hands when you're talking to people? So having props is nice. I feel like that's a good distraction for me. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a mic set up, instead of putting it on a mic stand, I would hold it because that yeah. gives me like a distract, something to do with my hand. And it's like a prop and like, I don't know, things like that really help me. You are really good at public speaking. I don't know how I got this way because I used to be really bad. I cannot do it. It's just too, I can't. <laughs> but I have thought yeah, if I, at the spur of the moment, I've had to, if I had to do something, I think I would just like do the old question answer. <laughs> What's our next yeah. one? I'm just reading all her things and trying to think if there's anything else. Also, it's very important to breathe. When True. I get nervous, like, if I'm like, um, cause that's the first thing people do when they get nervous is you hold your breath and you don't even realize it. Um, and if I am nervous about horse showing or something like before, like when I'm warming up or before I go in, I just tell myself like my brain needs oxygen. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do my deep breathing. Uh, I forget what they call it, but like the, the, it's not square breathing, but something where you like, you breathe in for five seconds and you hold it for a few seconds and then you let it out and then you hold the out for a few, for a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. Like, it's a good breathing exercise because the deeper breaths and more breathing you're doing, the more oxygen your brain is getting, which means you're going to perform better when your brain has more oxygen. So if you are nervous beforehand, I would just do that. And the, you can focus on your breathing instead of focusing on how nervous you are. Very true. Um, okay, let's do one more. This one is from Jordan Smith. Can y'all help me think of a good housewarming gift for my in-laws? What do you get someone that already has everything and doesn't need another decanter or mugs or glasses or blanket, et cetera? Would love some ideas that don't break the bank. Thanks. I always love picture frames. It's a good one. I always feel like people, you could use a picture frame, right? Picture frames are good. I think if you're close enough with them that you could like 
put their put pictures in it already for them. Yes. I always think that's great because people, I think people, including myself, or I, I always have the best intentions of like, oh, I'm going to get that framed or I'm going to frame this. Yep. And then I just never get around to it. So if you are close enough with them that like you had photos of them, you could go ahead and print and put in frames and give to yeah. them already done. I think that's really, really great. Um, another cute idea could be like plants or succulents. If they say, don't have much of that. I love getting a plant as a gift. Mm-hmm. Or even just um, like a pot to put a plant in. Like even just like a, what do you call them? Pots? Like a. Yeah. I don't know. Planter. Like I, whenever I, a planter, exactly. Like whenever I go on trips, if I'm looking for stuff to bring back for people, like I love getting little like planter pots for yes. plants to give to people from different places I that I've traveled to. I love that as a gift. Um, I love that. I do, but I think put a plant in it because yeah, it's I just, mean, it's, yeah, I'll, it, there's no one that cannot love a plant. That's true. And a lot yeah. of people like, I don't know if, if you don't think you're a plant person, you don't buy yourself plants, but like everybody likes them in the house. They like, do. I've, ne- I've never met anybody that's like, no, I don't want a plant in my house. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And I would so much rather, you know, get that as flowers because you like plants you keep forever yeah if you have a green thumb like me i'm not sure (laughs) that i do but yeah well all right that was great that's good dmt oh we're done well-rounded it was well-rounded yeah was that sound are you on a scale of one to ten (laughs) pretty sound i can tell yeah lol um you got any baked goods do i I don't think you do. I'm on the order history. What do you? Why are you not buying shit? That's not I like don't you. No. <laughs> what are you even I, doing? I, I'm not. But I did. I'm just order. Uh, so I have been okay. So it, we'll do high design. It is okay. so much harder for me to do my house than do someone else's. I just cannot take it. But anyway, in my kitchen sitting room area, I have four chairs around this round low coffee table. That's like a white oak table, and it's so pretty, and I love it. And then I also have a room with like this cloud couch, but it also has not similar at all, like this really long rectangle, almost block of wood, but it is like a wood table in front of the couch. So in my more formal living room, which isn't formal at all, it's very casual. I guess I should just say big. I literally had this other couch and another table in front of it. And I'm like, I'm so tired of just doing the couch and a table. So I was like, I'm just going to get an ottoman. I was looking for the right size. No one had the right size, but I finally found one on article. And it was only like $500. And it was the perfect size square, but it's like an off-white. And I mean, I love that with the couch I have in there. The couch is like... What color would you call that? It's not rust. It's more like a no. Like it's a almost, copper almost. Yeah, like more copper but less orange. Mm-hmm. Like it is the prettiest color. I it forget is. what it's it was really called. Pretty. It was called like something salmon. I think like some like oh yeah. Like it's more a, like pinkish, right? It has a p- very pink undertone. Yeah, but also like not i don't know it's just i, don't I know, know. It's weird. it is hard to explain and then i have it on this like really uh this like wool shaggy rug to feel like the 70s i was wondering would it be cool to recover the article ottoman 
in black leather and then like even add some like brassy grommets. That would definitely change the vibe in there a bit. I know. I kind of love it instead of it because my yeah. whole house is very neutral with white oak. It is. And I'm yeah. wondering mm-hmm. if that room could go a little more true 70s because like with the yeah. shag rug and the color of this couch, I could see it going really 70s with a black leather ottoman. I think that could be really cool. But will it take the room too dark? I don't think. I don't think so. I think the room is big enough that it won't do that. Uh-huh. And what do you think? You, you know remember I mean? how we used to put like a brass grommet around things? Should I put mm-hmm. a brass, black grommet on it? I think so. I mean, a, a grass grommet. I think it'd be brass. cool with the couch. Yeah. I do too. Make it it a feels little a little like dated, but I think that's what I like about it. Well, everything that's dated is going to come back in eventually. Yeah. I'd love to do like a distressed black leather. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. It'd be sick. I love leather pieces in the home. I really do too. And I'm going to have to show you the one I found, but um, I will put it up. It, it It's such a sick ottoman. And maybe I'd just do the top of it like this, where it is just six big blocks that are tufted. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like the article has a base and then like a pillow top on it that they're attached and it's the same kind of the same way this is i'm um, we're gonna put it up and just show you all how sick this ottoman is so maybe no grommets and just do a tuft that could be cool too yeah cute i love article me too they're great and inexpensive i know they are very affordable yeah we love you article (laughs) we do yeah i do we've done a lot you know with article pieces and they always look amazing yeah they have some great leather chairs okay well love you (laughs) (laughs) gotta go (laughs) gotta go all right stoners we love you so much keep calling in leaving us your dmt voicemails um also like i said before i've said before um if you either don't want to call in and have your voice heard or if you're out of the country and can't call that number, you can send us a question on our Instagram account at Sorry We're Stoned and just send us a DM either with a voice recording or just a typed out question. We can also read those on the show, too. And we love DMT and we can't do the show without it. So make sure you ask. Awesome. We'll talk to you all next week. <laughs> you always zone so bad when I give my little spiel about DMT. I know. Always. But I mean, oh boy, when you gotta go, you gotta go. When you gotta go, you gotta go. And I gotta go. So <laughs> I gotta, gotta go, go too. Love you. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. I'm gonna go watch The Crowded Room or Virgin River. Start Virgin River. I know you're gonna okay, love it. I'm gonna do that. The fir- I'm gonna do it first. Okay, You're right. Good. I could use a little more light instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. another dark mm, Something show. else that's dark. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, 
tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.